now it's time for Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show, Love and Black with Tori and Terry. Hey, live from the studios of 90.1 FM KPFT, we are thrilled to welcome you back to another exciting episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry. Let's get ready to indulge in a show that cultivates positive love conversations as well as advising you of how to keep your mental health and relationships in the positive. And who better to give it to you other than your favorite couple, Tori and Terry. Hey, what's up, baby? <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> Happy Friday, beautiful people. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. We are on a new month. It is September it 1st. It is September. This year has flown by, hasn't it? Like, whew, Yeah. Speed of light. Big yeah. time. But we're here, and this is my favorite day, and you guys know this. We welcome and thank you for joining us again today as we discuss relevant topics pertaining to marriage and relationships. As always, we have an incredible guest. We promise you that. We'll always have great guests for you to, um, to learn more about. So uh, she'll be joining us to share her insights with you. So whether you're single or in a relationship, our show is the perfect place to be inspired and amazed. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on this journey. It's a journey of love, laughter, and everything in between. Yeah. Ain't that right, babe? That is. Hey, you know what? Speaking of journeys, hey, have you guys ever been stuck in a relationship? I mean, you were somebody that you really don't like anymore, that you don't want to be with. <laughs> I'm referring to situations where one or both individuals involved experience a sense of being trapped, unable to progress, or emotionally constrained within that relationship. So from personal experience, I do know that this is a complex and emotional state um, that I typically describe it as being unable to move forward, make decisions, or experience personal growth within the context of the relationship. So this feeling of being stuck can occur, you know, literally from various reasons, but it does have a significant impact on your emotional, psychological, and personal impacts. So today's discussion is going to be impactful as we're navigating love and duty. Duty to that bootay. But anyway. Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when consideration holds you captive, and, and our topic of discussion today is the challenges of feeling stuck in a relationship. Rico, you ever been stuck in a relationship? Too many times. Too many times. Ooh, 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 ooh. See, hey, he, he got his cool shades on. I know he's but, so cool. <laughs> you guys should see our engineer Rico. He is the bomb. He I thought is. he was back he there DJing guy. or something. He is that guy. He does I that will. too. He does that too. I sure do. <laughs> well, you didn't ask me. What? You don't have the cool shades on. No, you didn't ask me if I ever been stuck in a relationship. I did. I asked. I, I looked right at you and I said, I "But you kept you talking. In, you kept talking. You didn't uh, give me a chance." So well, I, I'd like to answer. Speak up now, there. Okay. What, what so you got? my answer is this: I, not for long. How about that? Okay. Once you notice you're stuck, the power is yours. Obviously, this was before me, right? This was before you, darling, yes. But I don't believe in being stuck anywhere, especially if I would hold the power. But we'll tell you more about that later. Let's get back to our guests. Joining us today, we are thrilled to have a personal friend. She is a personal friend, and she's here on the show, and she's going to share insights on this topic about feeling stuck. That's right. That's right. But before we do that, we're going to take a short break. Hey, you're listening to Love and Black with Tori and Terry right here on 90.1 FM, KPFT Houston. 
therapist, what do you think about going through a man's phone? You never go through a man's phone. It's an invasion of privacy. Well, if I don't check his phone, how will I know if he's being honest with me? Do you trust him? Uh, I don't know. Well, it sounds like you guys would benefit from our intensive counseling session. What's that? Oh my God, it's a four-hour session where you and your partner are invited to have dinner with us. And we spend time doing exercises to heal and save your marriage. Oh my gosh, we need that. Looking to improve your marriage or relationship? Listen to Love and Black with Tori and Terry on 90.1 FM, KPFT Houston, or KPFT.org. Fridays and Mondays at noon and Thursdays. And now, back to Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show love and black with tori and terry hey and welcome back to love and black with tori and terry right here on 90.1 fm kpft hey don't forget to go to our website at iforeverwill.com for information on our marriage relationship and individual counseling services additionally if you would like to ask a question that you'd like featured on the show go to love and black with tori and terry.com forward slash radio hyphen show Okay, as we mentioned today, we have a very good friend of ours. She's here. Her name is Amaris. Is it Patterson Lewis? Yes, Patterson Lewis. Okay, and she is a 26-year-old psychology graduate from Perryview. No, no, no. You're supposed to say You know. Okay, there it is. She is originally from... She is originally from Anderson, Indiana. She's here now in Houston. She has landed a leadership management role within the Papados Corporation. Welcome, Miss Amaris. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Glad to have you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yes, we're glad to have you today. Now, so, you know, I think I've told you before how we do this thing here. And you've heard our show where we do the uh, rapid fire. That's my segment. Yes, ma'am. Okay, you ready? It's an either or thing. There are no wrong answers. It is just your personal preference. Okay. Okay. Apple or Android? Ooh, Apple. Okay. TSU or Prairie View? PV all day. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I interred over okay. here from TSU. Oh, she just gave it. Oh, we got oh. both in the house today. Shout out to Zariah. Hey, girl. She said TS who? TS pool. Oh, no. Okay, okay. We got some rivals Let's in keep this too. moving. AKA or Delta? Ooh, Delta. Okay. Houston or Indiana? Houston. Smoothie King or Baskin Robbins? Ooh, Smoothie King. Okay. Papados or Papacitos? <laughs> Neither one. Ah, let's so go Papacitos. Don't listen to him. He always <laughs> tries to interject. This is not his segment. Let's she go Papacitos. Uh, 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 he's still talking. <laughs> Papacitos. Keep, it right Keep it right here. Papacitos. There she goes. And last but not least, married life or single life? Ah, I would say married life. Okay, good. There we have it. Now you know. Now, you know Amaris. Hold on. So you're not married, but you would prefer married life? I would prefer married life over Let single know. life, even though Let I'm not know. married. But yes, Do you know I would the prefer. difference? I think I've done my research. I've done, done some research. research. Had some examples. You seen some me. folks. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Some examples. Thank yes. you, darling. We, we receive it. We receive it. Yeah. Right on. So how are you? And, and look, when she said Papa Do's or Papa Cito's, I'm like, look, she probably eats there all the time. You know, she she probably wants something else. <laughs> you know. Uh, did do. you bring my crab fingers? Um, <laughs> see how it's always he always check on that one. <laughs> he always drives and steers it right back to him. Rico, have you had the crab fingers at uh, Papa Do's? I don't eat seafood. You, you got to get the fried crab fingers. Right. Fried's better than the sauteed. I guess oh, I eat seafood that, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I like the half and half. So as you are, no, I like that. Yeah. But anyway, hey, today we're discussing the challenges of feeling stuck in a relationship. And I'm, I'm going to ask the question again. Has anyone in the room, I'm looking over across the table here, <laughs> anybody in the room ever felt like they were in a dead end relationship? I have. You have? I have. Yeah. I, I was in, actually, it was before I met you. Is this and another story? Didn't she ever give one at first? It wasn't a story. That was just uh, my own position. <laughs> oh, 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 That was my oh, okay. position on the topic. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want to know? I want to We know. have people that want to know. If you don't want to know, you can plug your ears. My name's Joe. My okay. name's Joe. So, I no, but I, I was. I did have a relationship prior to you, and that's why you're here. Look, hallelujah. What? Where's the hand clap? Do we have the audience uh, participation? Uh, yeah, there you go. Give it up for the boy. Let's hear it for the boy. Okay, so here's the thing. I was with this guy I'm prior man, to baby. you. Lord, you are that. Yes, complex at times. But anyway, back to what I was saying, okay? So prior to you, I was. And I had to make the decision because it wasn't fruitful. It wasn't serving a purpose. Mm-hmm. We serve a very purpose, a big purpose, big many, purpose. more than one purpose. Huge. Yeah, God has given us many uh, roads and pathways to confirm our purpose and to also go higher in him. But anyway, in that sense, as it relates to the relationship, it was, no, don't get me wrong. It was fun. It was something to do. A lot of people are in relationships and something to do. You're Can going you get out. to the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my whole point, well, my point fun. is, it, my oh, point is? is you can have somebody that you're with and you do things, but you're just going through life, but there's no real substance. There's no real depth to it. And once you start looking at your life and it's like, where are we going? What are we doing? Then you're like, okay, I don't, I can't answer these questions. So Mm. therefore, why are we here? And so if you can't answer that, then that's a good time to start taking inventory, personal inventory of yourself, reflect yourself, where you're going, what you bring to the table, what they bring, because you can't expect them to bring it and you're not bringing it too. Mm. So what you bring as well as. In other words, are you whole? And are you intentional? Well, you definitely need to be whole, period, if you're going to be trying to go higher. And I mean, I think I think that wholeness is thus up for discussion because that that varies person to person. It's a different show. Whole. Okay. Yeah. But my point is, is that if you two together are not blissfully um, cohabitating, planning, living, viewing, goal setting and it's just something to do, then what separates them from the rest of the pack that you've been with? Why are you, Why did you move on from them? The whole point is, is to take inventory of your life and decide if this is your person. Mm-hmm. And so I, like I said, I don't stay stuck for long. Now, prior to you, I can say that I don't stay stuck for long. If I start to get to that place, I ask the questions. I don't just ambush, but I do ask the questions to give opportunity for feedback, introspection, and also just to like, what is it that we can do? What is it that, you know, do we really have what we think we have here? What do we have? Those questions you need to stop and answer sometimes. And a lot of people are afraid of the answers, and that's where stuck comes in. Okay. Amaris, help her unstuck herself. I'm not stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Are you stuck? You're stuck. I'm not stuck. Because you're not not getting it. I'm not. I got it. I got it. Amaris, have you been in a relationship where you just felt like, where are we going? What are we doing here? Um, I would definitely say yes, Um, especially like with my generation and the generations after me, like dating, I would say dating is not really 
taking it seriously as it should be. Like it's. More I heard to it was it. piss in the dating pool. It's it's something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's, it's something in the dating pool. But it's not it's not what it should be. I'll put it like that. But and, and I only say that because so uh, I think a couple episodes ago, um, you know, we had our daughter on, and that's what she said. She said that she did say that. Yeah. I agree with her. Yeah. I definitely agree with her. Yeah, you just you got you gotta. There's a lot of toxicity it's, it's lot. going on, yeah. and then people haven't done their healing and a back yeah. to direction. Where are you yeah. going, man? What you doing? And toxicity is doing? so like praised nowadays. Like that's the thing now is just to be toxic. Like after a while, all that toxicity just like it gets tiring. Like mm. why why are we doing this? Where where what are we doing? What's like, the point? Where are we going? You yeah. know what? Why? <laughs> that's that's a perfect word also for toxicity because. If you're in a relationship like that, I mean, you may be the toxic one. Right. Or your partner may be the toxic one. And that may be, that's one of the causes for being in a relationship. People stay stuck in toxic relationships all the time. Absolutely. And there's no need to. You know, we know that scripturally, as far as divorce is concerned, yes, you can get a divorce if your spouse commits adultery or, you know, there's some type of uh, heinous sexual act going on or whatever. But I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, loophole. No pun intended. <laughs> but anyway, people stay in relationships because they feel that one, it may be a financial reason. They can't leave right away. Two, it may be a situation in which the other person is, we don't use the C word, but maybe out of out of his or her mind. A little. Mm-hmm. They can't leave because they are fearful of their lives. So there's so many different aspects to this. I think today we're kind of talking about, well, we're talking about the variety of it. We're yeah, and there's also those, we have to remember those that just simply don't leave because they're afraid to be alone. Mm-hmm. They're afraid to see them with that somebody too. else. Oh, yeah, because that they think, too. oh, the minute that I leave, and that's when they're going to get it together. This is when it's, you know, and it's it's, it's, it's not about them. It's about you. Right. You have to look yeah. at you because once you're good with you, and that's just it. Once you're good with you, then you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. Hey, guys, we do want to hear your thoughts. So the number to call here is 713-526-5738, extension 2. You can ask your question live or you can ask Rico, our buddy behind the glass, to just relay it to us. And I'm sitting here. Who's this, Mingo? <laughs> oh, that's not Mingo? No, that's Future. Oh, that's Future. Oh, Future. I'll say. <laughs> he's, a, he's a toxic king. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> future is a toxic king, yes. <laughs> Somebody uh, had uh, called in and said, uh, dating for marriage versus testing the waters is one more right than the other, or does it depend on the timing? Hmm. Dating for marriage versus testing the waters? Yeah. Whenever you're dating, you should have an end goal in mind. And, you know, just like I told the audience last week, I had the lady that I was interested in when I was playing ball. But I was like, hey, I'm free single. I love to mingle. I just want to have a good time. You know, when I'm in town, we can chill. We can whatever. When she got too close and her feelings got attached, she pulled a knife on me when I was like, hold on. Yeah, this see, is that's one. a ho- Now, that's yeah. that C word you was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the reason I was bringing that up is you have to... At the beginning of a relationship, you have to let a person know what they're there for. Right? Oh, for sure. You have to communicate. You, you have to know. Yeah. You know so, my- so you don't test the waters for marriage. You test the water for marriage, you'll never get married. Well, this, this is the thing. I think that when people first meet, 
they have so much dialogue and conversation about where they're going, what they want, because that's how they decide, oh, we're compatible, we're, you know, we have the same views, values, yada, yada. Girl, Willie got green eyes, but, just like my dad. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but then after that, what happens is, it's like those conversations trail off. Mm-hmm. And so they're going, they're doing, they're together, but it's like, okay, what are we achieving? What? So my girlfriend and I, we used to say this, it's like, I want to see your map. I have a map. Mm. What's your map? And and she and I just went with this, you know, Is this that analogy. A love like map we went or what type of map? It's no, it's a life map, a baby. Life map. Not a love map. Okay. A life map. Because in depending on where you're going, we need to see if these maps align. You know, if they if there is some commonality in these maps. And so if there's not, then maybe we should just have a good time and just be friends. Maybe we should just do that. And if it turns into something more, then that's when I think that the maps will start to align, Mm -hmm. you know, and those discussions will then further and they'll grow. But if they, you know, if that's not the onset, then what's the point? Just have a good time and a good friend. Yeah. Again, the other person has to know what your intentions are. That's why you look at the maps and you have the discussions. Yeah. But, you know, when we're in counseling and we're talking to a couple and, one is ready for the N word or the proposal to be done and it never happens and they're just waiting and you know they go through counseling to see what's going on with them or their relationship and it may not be that the other person isn't afraid to commit or doesn't want to commit you know he or she may be waiting for something from that from that person you ever thought about it like that well, I mean, yeah, there's, like I said, there's so yeah. many angles. Get your stuff together or, I mean, you know, it could be any kind well, of. Well, but that's just it. People aren't having the deep, I mean, let's face it. The number one problem in relationships is communication because mm-hmm. communication is at the crux of everything, whether it be finances, infidelity, whatever the case may be, the, the baseline is communication. Yeah. So people are afraid to have communication. They're, I mean, fra- afraid to have conversations because in fear of being rejected or looked at as, you know asking too much or mm. whatever the case may be too or thirsty. being selfish or whatever yeah. yeah and so it's getting the dialogue like, that's dang, what this we was... had a first date yeah you talking about marriage already yeah i mean you know but you have to have those conversations because at least you know where you stand yeah um i, I asked earlier uh you know has anyone here been in a relationship that's stuck how do we recognize stagnation in a relationship though i would say like if nothing is growing from the initial conversation that you guys have had about, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get there. If nothing is progressing from that conversation, then you're just at a standstill. Mm-hmm. Where, where's, where's the evidence from the conversation that we had to show, okay, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. Exactly. How, do, how are we proving that to each other? It doesn't matter to everybody else per se. I mean, to an extent, but between me and you, the two people in this relationship, how are we holding each other accountable mm-hmm. to get to where we say we're going to go? That's yeah. the word. That's the word yeah. right there. There are other ways that you can tell, too. I mean, if your partner, if it's starting to become draining, if you find yourself depressed in it, mm. if you find yourself depressed, a lot of people don't even know the signs of depressed, but you'll know because there's no, uh, both of you are lacking the the ability to discuss the, discuss the problems, um, to face them, to do something about them. You're just kind of in this rut and it just, it leads to despair. It really, really does. Does that look the same as if the relationship is on autopilot in a bad way? (laughs) 
wasn't yeah, in a bad way. In, yes, you we can come have. In, it's mundane. Well, it's it's well, the same old. But there are your certain. I mean, that's the thing. I don't want people to confuse this because some things are natural and normal in relationships as well, such as your Monday through Friday, your schedule, and you know you are structured. Mm-hmm. That may look mundane to some. It may feel mundane to some. But again, your house doesn't have to look like the house on the right or you or the left of you. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, you have your structure that Monday looks like this you know, Tuesday, and then maybe the weekends look different. But the the bottom line is, as long as you keep that communication open, I think it's good for whoever's in it that if it's working for them. Yeah, communication is very important. Yeah. Let's look at lack of growth in a relationship. We, we say all the time that you should always be growing, whether that's in your relationship, whether that's as a person, you should always be maturing, you should always wanting to better yourself. And a lot of people don't do that, but some people do. And in a lot of cases, we have, you know, let's say a couple has been married 15 years. Maybe they start out the same, but then in the last 10 years or last, let's say, eight, eight, five to eight years, one person has really they gone back to school. They, they uh, picked up a couple hobbies. They started doing things while the other person is being left behind and then wondering why. Oh, man, she's always gone. She's with Osaurus or she's with, you know, doing these activities and I'm stuck. I'm stuck here at home. Right. So lack of growth in a relationship is a big sign, a huge sign. Actually, I'm I'm looking at my notes here. I I put it as other than communication. I put that as my number one lack of growth in a relationship. What do you guys think about that? I think that it does. It does affect it for sure, because. Again, those maps. I hate mm. to keep saying it, but it's like if she if she was the one that went back to school or he, whoever, if that was on your map and you guys shared maps earlier, then it doesn't come as a surprise. Mm-hmm. And that's where the discussion is. I mean, you have, again, like with couples, you have couples that get together young couples that are starting their life before they start a family. Hey, I'm a finished school put me through first or you know we've got a baby in the mist Mm -hmm. you know you stay home with the baby that's how we got the term house husbands i mean there's a partnership as long as i think that you thought they came because the guy lost his job and had to stay at home that could happen too baby but (laughs) my point is here what i'm saying is that it's the communication to be able to come into agreement on what your situation is now if someone has just gone gone back to school and didn't even discuss it with their partner. I mean, I think that's a discussion. That's mm-hmm. taking on something new, just as quitting your job and it's starting financial. a business or something. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's a discussion to be had. Like, do I have your blessing in this? Mm-hmm. Do I have, you know, are you in agreement with yeah. me with doing this for what, where this is going to take us? Mm-hmm. Someone has a question for you, babe. Hmm. What if you're in a good relationship where the maps align, but life happens and changes things? For example, wanting kids, but then not being able to have them or wanting a marriage but losing jobs or getting sick? Well, okay, so let's start with the first one. The first one was um, life happens. So your light, your your maps align. That's going to happen because life is going to happen. You know, like God says, you know, tell God your plans and um, watch know, him laugh. Watch him laugh. So you, you're doing it with good intentions, okay? And, I mean, this is something I'm going to add, and this is up to all of you, depending on, you know, what your faith is. Definitely add prayer to this. And that would be something that would definitely be on my map that I would want to know that my partner has on their map just the same. Mm-hmm. But what you want to do is, yes, you look at your maps, and it's like, okay, so life has happened. How do we get back on track? That's a discussion. That may be a compromise, 
that may be a sacrificial, you know, situation, but whatever the case may be, it's for the greater good of the two of you. Again, I keep on saying stay in communication. Now, for example, when you said wanting the kids, but not being able to have them, that's unfortunate. And I don't know if that's your situation or if you're just speaking hypothetically, but you know, I will say this, how about looking and thinking out of the box? There's surrogacy, there's adoption. You never know, but that prayer, because prayer works, that prayer will lead you to an answer. Trust Mm -hmm. and believe. That's how we get breakthroughs. And then saying wanting marriage, but losing jobs or getting sick, that has nothing to do with marriage. People get married on their deathbed. If you want to be married, you'll get married. Is that 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 what you're saying to Maris? Absolutely. (laughs) I agree with everything you just said. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yeah. You got anything to add to that? Like you said, like we can plan all these things, but... God has the ultimate say so. So mm-hmm. I think for me personally, like something I've been dealing with a lot recently, like within myself is just, okay, this is what I want to do. It needs to happen like this. This needs to happen next. But I also have to think like, I'm not in control. I have to learn to take my hands off. Mm. I have go. nothing to do with this. As there long as go. I'm having my conversations with God and he's talking to me back, that's how I'm going to figure out what's going to happen next, where I need to do next. Like what's the next path for me. So I think kind of like, the map is definitely there for some guidelines. Absolutely. Like, we need guidelines. It's a blueprint. Absolutely. Yeah. A nice little blueprint. But at the same time, like, God's going to have the final say so. So. Yeah. Life's going to always come in and, you know, and throw some curveballs. But it's just how we adapt. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I don't, my next point, I don't know if it's or more so communication versus conflict. But conflicts and disagreements are another way that you're being stuck in a relationship. Who wants to be in a relationship where you're constantly arguing, fussing, and fighting all the time? So that's one. And here's another one that we encounter a lot, and we have a special assessment that we do with our counselees. That's unfulfilled needs. What are your needs? We'll do what we call an emotional connectivity exercise with our clients. When we say list five emotional needs of your spouse or your partner, everybody can do that. But it's weird. The very next question is, now list five emotional needs that you have and how would you convey them to your partner? And then, oh, I don't have any needs. Everybody has needs. That's why Maslow came Absolutely. up with the with the hierarchy <laughs> of needs. Absolutely. Right? Because everybody has needs. Absolutely. So uh, when you say you don't have a need, you have a need. You have a need for air. <laughs> that's yeah. a fear of, of coming across vulnerable. That's what it is. People are afraid of vulnerability. And that's why the communication and the conversations aren't happening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So unfulfilled needs where your emotional, physical, and intellectual needs are being neglected is another reason that people get stuck in these relationships that they don't want to be in anymore. Communication breakdown, like we said meaningful communication is lacking. And when I say meaningful, I mean, not just a surface level. Hey, how you doing? What's for dinner? How was your day? You got to have some conversations around something. You got to dig in. Got to dig in for the day. Unpack the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about unpacking the day because, you know, we, we got to think, hey, leave work at Maybe work. Maybe not the whole day, but the highlights. <laughs> the highlights. Yeah. Well, so I, I know you and, and your boyfriend, you work a long, a lot of hours and, and, and all during the day. So when you guys get back, do you unpack? I mean, how do you know that your relationship is where it needs to be because, you know, of the distance? And when I say distance, I'm just saying time distance that, you know, you guys aren't together all the time because of your schedules. Um, I would say for us a really big thing for us is kind of like at the end of the day at the end of the night we'll kind of just like sit with each other mm-hmm. unwind for a little bit and then like we'll start to like unpack the highlights of the day like you know how was your day anything exciting you know anything like that and then sometimes that will spark like a whole nother conversation and we'll just fall into like 
a rabbit hole of different conversations, and a lot of times they're funny. He's 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 a, he's a comedian. I will say that. He's, I wish he had come. He's hilarious. <laughs> he keeps me on my toes, and I'm always. I feel like I'm always like learning something from him. Is so he listening? It's I, I sent him the link. He, I think he's listening. Hi, babe. If you're listening, hi. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to my. Hi. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think I think um for me, just like being able to like learn something. It's a change in the shift of what I've been doing all day. So just learning something new, being able to sit back and laugh and. I I'm embarrassed to admit this, but there's a lot of movies, especially black movies, I haven't seen throughout my lifetime. So he'll throw Ooh, in a new movie time for to me. Take away her black card. I know it almost got taken away the other day. <laughs> wow! But I think that's something special that he and I do, like throughout the week, kind of just like make sure we check in with each other. You good? You good? We're good. Okay, cool. Let me ask you this: Did you have a map? Um, honestly, truthfully, when I you met. I'm talking about when you met. Did you have a map? Did he have a map? Were there any maps? I don't think I had a map only because um, he just texted me and said he's listening. Hi. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think for me, I didn't have a map only because initially when we met, I kind of, well, not kind of, I was just getting out of something that was beyond toxic for me, something I probably should have never been in, but me being hard-headed and just having to learn on my own. You know, that's the best teacher. That's, that it, hey, life will teach you. I'll yes, tell you that will. much. But experience is the best <laughs> experience teacher. will teach you. But yes. um, I think I didn't really have a map. But then when I got to know him and we began to know each other, that's where like, okay, you know, maybe this is something. Maybe we are working towards something. And then when we decided, um, that's when we really started to have like those core conversations. Okay, what are your non-negotiables? What are we doing with this? There How you do go. you want your future to look like? There you go. And then I will That's say communication map. is a big thing because I will say I struggled with communication a lot in the beginning of our relationship just because like I feel like I spent so much time like being single and doing everything I wanted to do. I now realize, okay, there's a person I, I need have to, to consider, communicate yeah. with. I have to consider his feelings. It's mm-hmm. not all about me anymore. And it took a while for me to, like, understand that. But I think now, like, I'm really starting to understand, okay, communication really does matter. Like, this this is a big thing. So, I think, yeah, com- hey, life I, life will teach you. It life will. And life will let me ask teach you. you. <laughs> so, you got your degree. And, I mean, I, that's how when we first met, that's what we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to use it at work and in your relationship? At work, definitely so. Just because um, for me, I have a passion for people in mental health, especially when it comes to like younger age women, like, you know, the youth age to like young adults. So I feel like me personally, I can connect with a lot of people on that route um just even like it trips me out sometimes when we have like regulars that will come in and like you know you get to know them like but us then, yeah. yeah like y'all <laughs> I was say, but I was then say you a blur cover exactly <laughs> but then you get to know them and then they begin to tell you things about their life and they just like like crazy things about their life that you didn't think they that's would ever us. tell that's you that's not our part it's crazy no, good no. crazy good stuff no crazy good stuff like <laughs> and they'll just tell you like things that are happening in their lives and oh i got this going on oh, i got that going on mm. like how do you feel so comfortable like to just express that to me and even like other coworkers that i have like they just feel so comfortable to come to they me gravitate. and it, yeah, yeah and it really trips you know me why? out sometimes you know like, why really bad because <laughs> and i hear it all the time people don't have people that they can talk to or that they can trust with their truths, right? Right. So in those situations, anytime somebody can get something out and someone's listening, they have a captive audience, or they're making them a captive audience, 
that's when uh, they start just spilling, right? Yeah. Because they don't have anyone else to relay that that information to. That is, you know, that is so true because we've even heard it before. How many times when you ask somebody, you see somebody, you greet them, hey, how you doing? How long do you stand there to receive their answer? Are you saying it in motion? A lot of times people are not. They're really not sticking around for the real answer. Yeah. yeah. They're expecting fine. And they're right. already off to the next. Do you next. really care yeah. how I'm doing? Right. Or are we no. just exactly. in and, transition? And you care. <laughs> and that comes across. People lie. Pick up on that. People lie. Yeah. That's why. They feel comfortable <laughs> yeah. sharing with you. And, 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 you know, the thing is, nobody wants to, you know, hey, how you doing? Oh, well, you know, my dog died and my, my cow got worms and, you know, I, you know my, my wife left me the other day. And, yeah. I mean, what do you do with that? How it's do you sad, unpack sad. that? Like, how do you yeah. respond to that? Like, yeah, you can't. Okay. So everybody. gets <laughs> better. I'll keep you in prayer. Yeah, yeah. Everybody just puts on the mask and everybody's just like, I, I'm fine. Just like when we, it never fails 100% of the time when we're in a session and I always say, hey, if I walked in a room and it looks like you're crying, it looks like you're upset, and I say, what's going on? What's the first thing? Everybody on, on one. What's the first thing everybody says when somebody asks, what's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but then you sit there and look at them and, and you like, see that lip start I know it's like something wrong. <laughs> it, it is, right? And then now y'all two get into an argument because you know something's wrong and they won't divulge. And now you're into, you know, that Rico's like jamming back there, shaking his head. I'm guilty. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just in agreement. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. More <laughs> common than not. It's definitely very common. I think he had a personal moment with that's back to the communication though right that's back to the communication back to the communication i I think everyone's guilty of it because again it requires vulnerability and everybody's not so quick to be vulnerable especially this is no i mean now i've just thought of something especially if it's a trust issue Mm -hmm. if it's a trust issue of why they're upset it's like i'm certainly not about to just break myself and trust my emotions with you in this subject hey i'm gonna rattle off a couple of um reasons why people get stuck but also i think this and i don't know why but i think this is like either one or one a (laughs) right (laughs) but um i said unfulfilled needs but communication breakdown loss of intimacy different values and goals feeling isolated and here's what i man i don't know how many times we encounter this resentment oh yeah people have resentment in the relationship and they won't leave the relationship because they want to make sure that they hurt them just as much as they were being hurt, right? And you you never seen it. Why did you leave? I resented him so bad or I resented her so much, you know. You never hear that. But we hear it in our sessions, you know. And actually, we pick it out. Right. I'm like, sounds like some resentment here. Let's go back a little bit. What, you know, what, what has happened uh, in your relationship that is causing you to with this beha- act with this behavior here? That's why I was saying reflect on yourself first. Yeah. And two, I mean, you know, one hand can't clap. So you definitely have to reflect on yourself yeah. first. What about that. if you're constantly unhappy? Is that is is that the other person's fault or is that yours? I feel like if it's you that's constantly unhappy, sometimes like you're going to have to dig within yourself and figure out, okay, yeah. so why exactly am I always unhappy? Because you, you shouldn't can't depend. Always be, well, yeah. you shouldn't depend on another person to provide your happiness. For, yeah. Absolutely. And, in order and it's to be a fleeting happy, feeling. You have yeah. to have something happening 
in order to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I was saying, I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record. You just No, I don't sound like a broken record. Um, But I'm I'm going to go deeper of why. So reflecting on yourself, if you feel that you are unhappy in your relationship, reflecting on yourself, then reflect on the relationship itself. Mm -hmm. Start looking at the areas. What makes you unhappy? In the, in the relationship. Yeah. And then you're able to dig a little deeper. But as it relates to you as an individual, your happiness is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And whatever you feel you're lacking, then you need to do that. And then watch your relationship either shift for the better because it's going to take it and it changes the trajectory or you'll feel better to exit. And then in that case, then, you, like I said, you'll figure out your next and then you'll make an exit plan. Yeah. And also... Um here's another one we hear all the time but again you're stuck in this relationship you're feeling unappreciated undervalued but you're still there I mean are you waiting for something to happen are you waiting for hey baby I really love the way you are in my pants the other day I mean are you waiting for compliments or acknowledgments of things but that's another huge one people are stuck in relationships with this particular issue and they don't move forward. They don't get out of that. Yeah, I think for the lack of better reason, I think what it is is that people don't know how to frame it when it comes to being vulnerable, one, putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So you got to, you know, you got to prepare for possible rejection. But even in how you frame it and phrase it to say it, you're going to want to use your I statements. Don't put it on them. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. um, where it's just a catastrophe, you know, cause, cause, oh God, I never say this, catastrophizing. No, no, where, catastrophizing. Oh, catastrophizing, <laughs> I'm sorry. How many syllables is that, like four? But anyway, with that, meaning that you're just, you know, it's, it's just so bad. It's just this doom. And, you know, you want to look at it with a positive mindset that this can work if we're able to come to agreement on this. And then also offer them the opportunity to say, do you feel the same way? Do you ever experience those moments too? So that you now have an exchange. There's a dialogue opposed to a lecture that can, you know, really end in an argument. Yeah. And I, before we go to break, I'm going um, to respond to a caller. And then, but I'm going to say this last point here. Lack of support. If your partner or your spouse isn't giving you uh, emotional support, uh, intellectual support, like I mentioned earlier, that support factor is really important because Very. if you're not supporting the other person, if your spouse has a business idea or just an idea about the family or whatever, and you're like, eh, whatever, you know, or no, nah, that's not going to work. I mean, you're the problem, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, where's the compromise or where's the discussion? Like we were talking about at first, uh, someone wants to know, is it possible to settle and it still be okay? No. Because what are you settling well, for? Well, yeah, that's what I would say. Settle what? Yeah. Just settle, just being there. I mean, yeah. if you're just well, we being remember, there, remember we talk and you're about unhappy. settling in a relationship. I mean, you know what? I'm not going to find anything better. I'm just going to settle where I am right now, and I'm just going to be happy in it. And they're going to make themselves happy, whether they're unhappy or disappointed or not. I don't think the word is happy. Then I think that they're just complacent as well. I think that they just chose to stay there and to do nothing and just let it just be, but Mm -hmm. that's not a form of happiness. And remember I said it earlier, your happiness is your responsibility. So you stay in and settling. You're not doing anybody a favor. You're not even doing yourself a favor. That's true. That's true. Hey, we're going to put a pen in it right quick and take a quick break. You are listening to loving black with Tori and Terry right here on 90.1 FM KPFT Houston. 
therapist, what do you think about going through a man's phone? You never go through a man's phone. It's an invasion of privacy. Well, if I don't check his phone, how will I know if he's being honest with me? Do you trust him? Uh, I don't know. Well, it sounds like you guys would benefit from our intensive counseling session. What's that? Oh my God, it's a four-hour session where you and your partner are invited to have dinner with us. And we spend time doing exercises to heal and save your marriage. Oh my gosh, we need that. Looking to improve your marriage or relationship? Listen to Love and Black with Tori and Terry on 90.1 FM, KPFT Houston, or KPFT.org. Fridays and Mondays at noon and Thursdays at 5 p.m. And now, back to Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show, Love and Black with Tori and Terry. And welcome back. We are here with our special guest, Amaris Lewis, and we've been discussing the challenges of being stuck in a relationship. It's time now for the letter of the day, which highlights just that a challenge. So let's get into the letter. Dear Tori and Terry, today I find myself in need of some guidance. I am currently in a complicated relationship that I believe has reached a dead end. Despite my attempts to address issues and make positive changes, I feel that the relationship is stagnant and not fulfilling my emotional needs. I've been contemplating ending the relationship, but I keep finding myself drawn into her. However, recently, an unexpected twist occurred that has left me feeling more, even more conflicted. When I approached my girlfriend about my feelings and intention to end the relationship, she informed me that she was pregnant. This revelation has added an entirely new layer of complexity to the situation. I'm feeling torn between my desire to pursue a more fulfilling and happy life for myself and the responsibility I feel towards the potential child. I am struggling to reconcile my personal needs and desires with the idea of becoming a parent in a relationship that I am not fully committed with. I value your insight and experience, and I'm hoping you can provide some guidance on how to navigate this situation. How can I approach this delicate situation while considering the emotions and well-being of both my girlfriend and the potential child? I don't want to say potential instead of unborn. Anyway. Maybe he don't know. What what steps can I take to make a decision that is fair, responsible, and mindful of everyone involved? Uh, Sir, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking um, the time to write this email here um, and sharing, you know, your situation with us. Uh, First and foremost, navigating a situation like the one you described here requires, does require careful consideration. And it also requires some empathy. Right. Now, uh, you know, we've been I'm dating myself here how old I am, but, you know, I know from back in the day that bless you. I know from back in the day that uh, you know when and I, I got women surrounding me right yeah, now. Yeah, we looking at so you. I'm, break yourself. I'm, what I'm you about to say? <laughs> she said, "Break yourself. Break yourself, folks." <laughs> what you got on my drink? <laughs> I'm glad I'm over here. That's <laughs> I Anyway, um, uh, you know, there was always those situations where the guy was getting ready to leave. And the girl, I'm with child, or I'm pregnant, right? Yeah, and I was then, gonna say that's 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 common. And then, and, and then, but so yeah, it's sad. Okay, so it's sad. all right, 
So I ain't gonna get jumped because she she just you know how I feel about she just all co-signed that, with me all of that yeah but that's the true thing here and when I uh, first read this letter I initially thought that that's what was going on but I was like let me give her the benefit of the doubt here but um, yeah you you have to lead with consideration regard and empathy um, you need to be open and honest with her let her know you know what your feelings are right. And, you know, does this change anything now that she says she's pregnant? Right. I mean, I'm the kind of person that I want to uphold my responsibilities. So uh, it's not the child's fault. But, hey, <laughs> pee on the stick right here. Let me see. Let's see what we're working with. Right. Can I say that, Rico? <laughs> okay. If you need to. <laughs> if I need to. <laughs> I just did. At this point, though, regardless of how you feel about the woman, Prioritize your unborn child's well-being and his or her needs, especially if the decision involves you becoming a parent. Ladies? Yeah, Amaris, you probably want to go first. (laughs) Um, I would say since he's expressed his emotions to, like, his girlfriend and not really see any progress with it i will say like it can't be a one-sided decision like if you're going to be in the relationship it can't be one-sided it's protection if you want to get out and that too it can't be one-sided but since there is a child involved now potential allegedly 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 Allegedly. a child involved um it's not about y'all anymore it's about the child so if it's best for y'all to separate and co-parent do that if y'all want to work it out be together and set a good example for the child then do that but it's not about y'all anymore. So somebody said it's a trap with a lot of peas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that's definitely what it is. Here, here's the thing. So back to the maps. So was this in the map? And this is the question. Was it in her map? Because this tells you what kind of partner you have. Because now the map, the, the course is derailed. So it's like, okay, so then that's where we get into the question of, is it a trap? Is it a trick? Because if you have someone that's intentional about you and intentional about life, then there's not going to be the mishaps. Now, if you both are like, we're not using protection, that's why I asked about your map, the conversations, having the discussions, because if you're having the conversations, then there are no surprises. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that this is now a surprise, now it comes down to this. If a woman allows her herself to become pregnant then she wants to be a mother that has nothing to do with you being a father there are plenty of mothers that have done this alone i have been divorced before so i had done it alone a mother is always going to be a mother period.com so you and your relationship with her and having to have this conversation with her i heard you say you feel dead in and that it's not fulfilling your emotional needs have you conveyed those emotional needs to her to give her an opportunity to meet them that's a question mm-hmm. that's a question to have that conversation and then you say that you keep finding yourself drawn to her so there's no dead in there there's not a real dead in there. You're drawn to her. Drawn to her for what? Is it sexually? Case in point. I mean, you guys, you know, this could be the case. Or are you drawn to her for other reasons? Are there, is there some nurturing qualities? I have one last is, shot. You know, is she a good Maybe. listener? I mean, again, what is it that you're talking about? But even your maps now, this would be the time to talk about those maps. Mm-hmm. Because this has to do with your future or a fork in the road. Now, the last thing is... What are what are you going to do when it comes to 
moving forward and being honest with her in the sense that you're going to have to tell her everything you've been feeling. Yeah. You're going to have to tell her this because if you've been going along and you're not, that's, that's on you, brother. That's on you. Because closed mouths don't get fed. So you've got to speak up. So, so he was one of them people, baby, we were talking about that was stuck in a relationship. And then when he finally decided that he wants to get out, boom. But you're not stuck. You see exactly. yourself as stuck. Yeah. You are your savior. You're your own Batman. Okay? Save don't yourself. Put Batman in us. Okay, Superman, <laughs> child, whatever, Robin. But Batman's my point my is, save, save yourself save your girl and save this alleged child by really yeah. being honest. You don't have to you don't have to hold all the answers, but you can state what you're feeling, where you're at, what you'd like to see, if there's any hope for it, what that looks like yeah. and start there. Yeah, for time's sake, let me map out. <laughs> I like your word today, yeah, map. Honey, map is <laughs> let, let me let me map out a strategy for you here. Open, honest, and transparent communication with her. Actively listen to her. See what her needs are. You know, I mean, you guys may be stuck <laughs> together and don't even know it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Have the discussions and say, you know, do you find yourself in this situation at times? Yeah. Um, selfishly here, get counseling. Mm-hmm. Actually, not selfishly sure. because people need help. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. You know, no matter what the cost is, you know. Treat yourself. Treat don't yourself. Treat yourself. Ooh, I like that. Anyway, seek professional advice. Get counseling for, uh, you know, the conflicts that you're having even within yourself and explore your feelings, you know, reflect on your own emotions and think about the pregnancy and the relationship. Right. And you do this so you can clarify your thoughts and gain perspective on what's going on, being mindful in the moment, mindful with the situation, uh, have a discussion with her about the future. Um, you know, what does that mean? Co-parenting or, you know, sticking it out, whatever it is. Right. So, um, and my last point is to take your time and do not rush and make a decision. People make decisions in dark places and they never turn out right. So take your time when making a decision like this. Process your emotions and thoughts before making any comments or making any decisions. You guys have any closing? Yeah, I want to say really quickly, a lot of people think that it's over And sometimes it's not over. It's just your typical relationship. But you can get in your feelings. So these, if if this is the case, then you're really not over. So I'm going to just shoot these right really really quick to you. Uh, Take note. Uh, You get into arguments, but it's little stuff. You both stay respectful when you fight. You may have mutual, you still have mutual trust. You have similar shared interests. And you love and care about your partner. And you look forward to seeing your partner when they come home. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's important. Uh, what do you have, Amaris, you want to share? Let's, um, let's pull them school books out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dusty with that. Um, but no, even from your own personal experience, maybe, or just, I mean, you're in a relationship. You guys, you know, have your day-to-day and things. How do, what would you tell someone that, you know, is going through it and they're just not sure if they're stuck, if it's over, if they really want to be there? Um, I mean... Relationships aren't going to be like, you know, sunshine and rainbows every day. So like when you do hit those hard moments or like you hit those moments where it gets real, like you have to sit and think, are we at the end or is this just something else that we can work towards? 
work past and then keep pushing. Got it. But you have to know the difference. And then that's when that communication comes in. Word of the day, communication. Where that (laughs) comes in and you have to sit there and really like lock in with each other and have that conversation. Okay, where is it that I went wrong? What can I do to fix it? Okay, well, here's where I feel like you may have went wrong or my feelings were hurt from this and this is how we can potentially fix that. Just sitting and having those conversations. It's always going to be communication, communication, communication every time. Yeah. And don't be afraid to give your, your partner the cheat sheet to your emotional needs. When you see me doing this, I need this. I really need you this. I need to hear this. Mm -hmm. Very, very good advice. Um, uh, I don't even have anything to add to that. (laughs) Well, I do. I have one more and that is, this is how you keep your love in the black and in the positive trust effective communication, respect and integrity, prioritize your relationship, make quality time for you and your person to reconnect, Mm. listen to understand, not to respond, and make intimacy precious and special. I like that. Listen to understand and not respond. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of people, they cut you off before you finish or they won't really understand because they're already thinking about their rebuttal or their answer while you're talking. Right. So that's so important. And we teach that literally every day in, you know, when we're talking about communication. Know your audience. Yeah, discussions are an exchange. <laughs> They're not necessarily a dispute. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, you know, before we wrap up today's discussion, I want to remind all of our listeners that relationships are journeys. And each journey is unique. Navigating challenges like feeling stuck in a dead-end relationship can be incredibly complex, especially when the unexpected turns, like an unplanned pregnancy, <laughs> like in the letter. Remember, it's okay to seek help and guidance whether you're facing a situation similar to what we talked about today or dealing with your own personal struggles. You don't have to go at it alone. Reach out to friends, family, or professionals like us who can help provide the support and insights you need. The path ahead may be unclear, but making choices that align with your values, happiness, and the well-being of those involved is a step in the right direction. By showing empathy, understanding, and consideration for everyone's emotions, we can work towards solutions that are fair, responsible, and mindful. Hey, we want to thank you for joining us on this important conversation. And remember, you are not alone in this journey. Tune in next time for more discussions that matter and keep your letters, questions, and topics coming. To submit any of these to the show, go to our other website at loveandblackwithtoryandterry.com. Click on radio show and complete the form. Amaris, beautiful Amaris Lewis. Thank you so much for joining us today. Did you have a good time? I did. Thank y'all for having me. And hi to all my friends and family that are watching. Let them know. Let them know. We thank you for joining us today. Listen, uh, stay tuned for the R&R show. They're up next. We'll see you next week right here on 90.1 KPFT Houston. That's 90.1 FM. Yes, it is. And KPFT.org. Make love, not war, beautiful people.